but they'll describe by themselves with their job. Yeah. They, Maybe they a just, hobby. They book themselves into like these little groups that they can like fit into and they, yeah. they, they become less of like a person. The signs on college game day. They're, they're just not the vibe they're anymore. They're not the same. There's I think probably, I mean, we've kind of talked about this, but people will just go look up something creative, like a sign idea, instead of... Like, most of the stuff is just all repeated and not, yeah. you know, super special. There's a... You I, get a good one every now and again, though. I think just almost everything that you see just lacks a little creativity. Yeah. It's just, it's so common, like... But I would also say, and I was reading the Jason Drillo book, he kind of talks about this, but right now I think creators are almost valued more, though, which is kind of interesting. New ideas, because they can catch a wave so much faster, and but then you obviously, because it can get, one creative idea can get super big, then you see it like reproduced a bajillion times. Yeah. So you can be creative, but just expect people to steal it, I guess. Yeah. That's a, uh, you know, we were going to kind of talk about just addictions and stuff. And like, I'm on Twitter quite a bit. I don't have like crazy. Can we have a flashback moment real quick? Yeah. Do you remember when you deleted Twitter from your phone? Yeah, yeah. See, I can delete it, but... But then where did you get on it? The computer. On my computer. (laughs) Well, it it just kind of works out. I mean, um, but uh, the amount of like, I don't like, I don't know the good term, but like I'm going to call it like wagon hopping or jumping on the bandwagon of different stuff. So like on your creativity thing, like one person will tweet out like, one thing then you have 500 tweets all about it yeah. and then so like people joke on the twitter like in it like i'm very heavy into fantasy football so like when there's like a player like oh it's it's patrick mahomes day because one person in the morning tweeted like i don't think patrick mahomes is very good so then now every single person has to see that tweet and then they tweet about it and it just it creates this cycle that's just super goofy and it's like do you think oh, part of that's also caused because people because there's a place where people can hold opinions people feel like they they can, have to have they an have opinion. to have an yeah. opinion uh, it's, or it's do also you think people actually have honest to goodness opinions about everything because I know personally there are some things that people are like you have to have an opinion. And I genuinely don't. I do not have an opinion. I really don't give a heck. Two craps. To uh, <laughs> about it. So. Well, I, I think just like the way that like content is like circulated. And, and then what X pays out for mm-hmm. is just views. So if you're not tweeting about what's trending... Uh-huh. You're not going to. You're not maximizing earn, yeah. your and potential profit. Like, there's just so much. But we had talked about this even when 
well, I didn't watch it, and I don't think you watched but about some of the clips um, from the Republican debate or whatever, about how there was a few of them that didn't seem to hold their own strong opinions, but kind of were the bandwagon jumpers of what's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a, they'll believe. do or say anything to get one extra vote, and that's probably like one of the biggest issues with that that just I see that just make Congress people like just unlikable. But I think I think that goes to the general public too because people want to fit in with a group and believe to fit into this group I have to hold all these same opinions to my core. I can't be fifty percent in on that opinion. I've got to be a hundred percent committed to whatever value they identify that group as having and there's a lot of like social pressure too of doing it because mm-hmm. uh i know you like canceled yeah because like on like right wing twitter it's like uh oh like all these like people they're pretending to be like more liberal um men so like women will date them because it's like overwhelmingly like the percents of like uh, college women look for like a more liberal man, so they kind of hide yeah. their stances, and then um, it just creates issues. That's just such an interesting take for people to have, and I don't know if social media promotes people to not hold their own opinions as much, or what? What? What do you think is the cause for people lacking? Is it because you can get canceled? You can get more hate? Because I think so. Everything is just available. I know. And then back when we were in school, there was all those like social media trends where you like posted on like Twitter, you posted on Instagram. And, and you would get hate if you didn't. Yeah. Post, like, yeah. You, one, like most people were just posting just to do it. But then if you didn't do it, people would be like, oh, Why didn't you post? you're not a supporter. Like, it's like, no, it's just, I don't post on social media. Well, and it's, okay, yeah, you can make a post, so you did the thing, but what are you actually doing? I mean, there's just no, there's no action backing some people's words sometimes. Like, oh, I can just say whatever the heck I want, so people will like me. But when it comes to what I'm doing, it really doesn't matter. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the uh, social media, like, philanthropists that, like, they're, like, filming themselves and, like, just putting a camera in front of, like, a homeless look person. At, like, look at all the good I'm oh, doing. I gave this guy food. Um, just real stuff. And they always come, like, when the camera's not rolling, like, they're just not a great person. Yeah. And so I guess my take always on that stuff was, first instead of just posting about it what's something i actionable that i could do first to at least put some i don't know if integrity is the right word but i just feel like there has to be some sort of value behind what i post but i mean it's hard because i human nature is to fit in and you want to be liked so it is hard when you know that there's a potential for 
getting some instant backlash for choosing to do one thing first before doing another. Yeah. Or even just like if you say like, oh, I actually don't agree with this kind of thing. Like yeah. It could be something as simple as. But that, that actually brings something you've talked a lot about in the past is when you meet someone and the question of what do you do and how people always ask. It's just these, oh, I don't know what type of language that is. Shoot. But they're described by themselves with their job. Yeah. They, Maybe they a just, hobby. They book themselves into like these little groups that they can like fit into and they, yeah. they, they become less of like a person like, oh, I'm in, I'm in finance. I like to play golf and drink IPAs. Like yeah. the, the most generic. Here are the things <laughs> that I am. But I don't think labeling yourself like that. And pe- people are too complex to just stick three labels on them and be okay, I know exactly who you are because you've got, okay, you're a liberal, you're an accountant, and you're... You like to watch The Office. Yeah. like That was always my favorite. Like, I've watched The Office seven times. Where I don't think that tells you anything actually about a person, but, yeah, you might be able to find those easy connection points. Oh, you like The Office? I like The Office. What's your favorite episode? And maybe it's just because I hate small talk and that's why I am more resentful towards those types of conversations is to me, it low key feels like a waste of time. It's not, it's good relationship building. You should know if someone likes the office, I guess, but (laughs) (laughs) you really don't know a person. So what what the question I was going to ask you with that is, what do you think would be a better way for people to get to know someone when they haven't, when they're first meeting a person? Oh, first meeting somebody. Uh, I always like when you're first meeting someone, like you should be adaptable. Like, I don't like you. Have you ever done like, oh, so what's it called? Like the, the like acting routine with like no, plan um gosh i I I just forgot the name josh does it though huh improv yeah there we go i was one of the i was thinking it started with an a i don't i was thinking p and i was like i know there's a p in it but i I was just thinking personification i was Uh like where am i getting that word (laughs) okay anywho but just being like that like so open you can almost like roll with anything and just Uh like you know the number one rule in improv because we took we did improv in in um high school uh this was like middle school or whatever but but we 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 had to practice because it was for our like destination imagination things or whatever destination imagination this was our nerd class um but the idea is like you never shut anything down because that just like kills the whole thing so if someone's just like i really like to go fishing Mm mm-hmm which is like really interesting. This is like completely off topic, but like I've been friends with this dude for like 15, 16 years at this point, And I found out last week he really likes fish. 
like he has like a ton of pet fish in a fish tank. <laughs> just never knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think you know. You we you don't meet that many people our age, maybe younger, that are like really passionate about fish. Like pet fish. Yeah. yeah. Nope. More like maybe sushi, but not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sushi. <laughs> but just you know, back on topic, like uh you know being open or just even being able to like put down like that first layer of like defenses for you like like for you maybe being like oh yeah i really like to do makeup yeah so something i've and you know this about me but i get very anxious meeting people yeah dude definitely and i've always tried to figure out well what's the pattern pattern to meeting people like what's what's the words I'm supposed to say so I don't have to think of them because that makes me nervous because I don't know this person and because I don't love small talk I think I get too almost personal or too introspective too fast and I'm self-conscious about that so then in turn I just get nervous and don't want to talk so for a person like me who wants to know, oh, well, what's a question that's good where I don't, because me asking someone what they do for a living, I don't care what they do for a living. I don't think they should care what I do for a living. It's what pays my bills. And there's obviously there's some people out there that their job does matter a lot to them. But what would be the question you would ask to get to know someone in a deeper way but you've obviously just met the person. What's your question? Uh, my favorite question, um, and I think we talked about this several months ago, but just what do you like to do for fun? And that, like, to me opens up, like, you know, they're not immediately thinking, like, I create financial models in Excel for, like, nine hours a day kind of stuff. Yeah. That's my job. Um but like, oh, when they get off work, they go and go play golf, go fishing, go hunting. or. So what's you know. your answer to your own question? Oh, man. Right now, really enjoying playing golf. But I like playing video games with my friends. Um, you know, cooking, definitely trying new stuff. But then I spend like a lot of my free time doing uh, statistics and like working on my computer. So, mm-hmm. um, which I guess like to me is like I do that for work too. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I get kind of burnt out mm-hmm. constantly being on the computer. Like I know last week I was just like I just don't want to like look at like a TV or a yeah. screen. Um, and you get like that more than me because yes. like, you know, maybe have an addiction to, to some phone stuff, like always just active, engaged. I have like, I have an app that sends notifications of people that send tweets, but I'll also follow the people that send the tweets. So then you get like the notification, like Adam Schefter tweeted, um, Joe Burrow signed a new contract, but then you'll get a notification from the app that says like Joe Burrow signed a new contract. So then you have two notifications about the same thing. So you're a little extra. Yeah, very extra. 
But do you think that question gets people talking about what they're passionate about and that's a good way to lead them into deeper conversation? Yeah. And you can definitely, you get like a full circle of someone and not just like the, the fake, like we've gone to happy hours and stuff during the work and there'll be like work parties. So, and the work party, it's just like, it's the saddest thing ever. Just people standing there holding their drink. and Yeah. But I think people don't want to know. They all know what they do for a living and they don't want to show the other side of them. So what do you do when you ask someone a question? Hey, what do you do for fun? And they tell you, uh, I don't know. I think a lot of people that are in their career or busy would tell you that they don't have time for fun. So what would, how would you probe passion out of someone? Like get them to show you that they actually care about something in life besides their busyness. That's really tough. That kind of goes back to just like shutting down the conversation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can go and you can ask like kind of like, Oh, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, you know, my favorite answer of nothing. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I just think a lot of people are scared of those first conversations and it leads them to give very simple responses where, what are you supposed to do with that? Like, where am I supposed to go in this conversation? Nothing. Oh, that sounds really exciting. You know what? And then this is, I feel like how it usually goes. I'm doing nothing as well. What does that mean? I don't know. I guess we're both just sitting, staring at the wall for the next 48 hours. I hope you enjoy your staring at the wall session. And there's that like stigma, like, like people like don't want to, but then some of like the best people are the ones that are like super open. Yeah. Um, like, Oh, like my daughter has a dance recital and then we're going to go get ice cream at this one store because like we love their like caramel crunch kind of stuff, like where they'll share like every little detail. Yeah. And like, I always really enjoy that because. So why do you think some people have the tendency to not share detail? Cause I think it's probably, I, I probably tend to be one where, because I'm nervous in the first conversation or think people don't actually care. So why would I want to share something if I'm going to get waved off, I guess. That would be kind of my thing is like, you just don't think it's important yeah. or like no one, no one even cares. Um, yeah. So how can you go about showing someone that you actually do care? Like, I do want to hear what your response is. And I think sh- showing them that you're fully present in that moment is key to giving getting them comfortable to talking to you i think like some people will like give a little and like take a little like so like you know if if you start more open like they can definitely like pick up like your relax your guard down Uh then they'll be more willing to share as well yeah and it'd be easier to create connections. So like when like you're going in and just being like, oh yeah, you know, I have two dogs. Just so you know. 
But I think something you're really good at is when you're meeting someone for the first time, you are very present and want to know, have a genuine interest about the person. And I think part of that is also you're not, you don't have a strict time schedule because you let life go as it may. And I think when it comes to meeting someone, if you're rushed and just waving them off, just asking the questions you're supposed to so you can get on with your day. You just want to leave, you know? People can sense that. And I noticed when you talk to someone, you're not on that schedule. Yeah, I do. I have a loose schedule. But you're kind of different. You're kind of like... I've been told by multiple people, like, (laughs) you're always rushing. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, Yeah, I need to work on that. My schedule can be very adaptable. But I think that allows for you to... It gives people a opportunity to let their guard down. Because people don't want to inconvenience others. And you showing people that, oh, you... I'm here just to talk to you. This is what I want my whole day to be about. And although you sometimes have some honorary things to say afterwards, you don't let that come across to, while you're talking to someone and you always remember their name. Uh, I... But I think that's because you're so present in the conversation. You're literally just listening and not having a panic attack about what you're going to say. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it stresses me out. I know you get a little stressed out, but, but I feel like I've gotten worse on the whole naming things or keeping people's names. Yeah. Why is that? Just have not been focusing on it as hard. Have you met a ton of new people recently? Not actually. So what names are you not remembering? Just people. Losing my touch. What people? You haven't met anyone. What are the people? (laughs) Your best friends? Those are the people you talk to. So, I mean, you asked me what my question or my answer would be for like, what do you do for fun? What would you tell people and how do you think you could improve upon it? Well, That's maybe it doesn't need improve, improvement. I mean. Because I think I would get nervous and not really want to answer. So I usually do something where it's more of an ob something that's super simple I like to work out and I walk my dogs which I think is a very narrow view of what I like to do yeah I mean on one hand we do walk our dogs a ton yes they get a lot of exercise but a lot of the things I will mention are things I feel obligated to do and not things I'm like truly passionate about yeah I can't talk about running for forever i like to run yes but But i'm not one of those people that you can get me talking for hours and hours and hours about running i run because it's good for me the the runner's high how good you feel no i'll be honest after the marathon i thought wow that was hard and maybe i'll do it again and maybe i just will never do that again and never i mean i feel good after i run but it's not whatever runner high people talk about and i've ran quite a bit i mean i've got quite a few miles under my belt 
You do. You have a million pairs of shoes. So, (laughs) I mean, there are some days where I feel good. I'm like, wow, I went fast today. A lot faster than I usually do. Like today, I did 30-second intervals. And Holly and I's last interval, I did a 5.30 pace. Wow. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, I'm so fast. (laughs) That is quick. Now I only did that for 30 seconds. But still, I thought to myself, wow, I'm fast. Anywho, uh, I think the things I'm actually passionate about, I'm scared to talk about because I don't feel... Like people will like be interested. That, and I also don't feel as if I'm an expert in it enough to be passionate about it. I'm not the best in it, so why can I, I can't talk about it because I can't say it's something I love if I'm not the expert. See, I think that's like a mindset thing. I definitely struggle with it too because like you want to be good at something that you care about. So if you're not, if you're not the best, then it's like, well, like I really like playing chess, um, but I'm not good. Now, statistically, I'm beating over 50% of people, you know, which is pretty good. Yeah. But like you get like these people that are experts, like they're way better. They know way more. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from just a fear of if someone asks you a question that and you don't know the answer know. to, then you almost feel like a fraud, you know, like going back to how this conversation started, shoot, I shared an opinion and something I cared about and I. I didn't know this about it. Like, oh my gosh, what a freaking, I don't even know. I don't even care about it, apparently. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't think that's the right train of thought, but I do get stuck in that. So, you know, you, you've always told me this of just like, it doesn't, I cause I like things to be just as well as they can be like no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because, like, to me, like, oh, if, like, you point out a mistake, like, oh, it's not good enough, you don't like it, like, you know, you're Mm -hmm. worthless. Mm -hmm. Um, But, so, like, to me, like, I don't do things because, like, I want it to be perfect. But, like, if they're just good, people will like them. Like, Mm -hmm. if I'm happy with it other people will probably be happy with it. Cause I yeah. think my, you're your own biggest critic. Yeah. So if you like apply that same logic, you know, you shouldn't be scared of, to tell people like what you really like to do, but it is, it's not, it, it, it's like, Oh my gosh. Like what if they're just an absolute expert at this or, yeah. You know, and then, then I'm I just, am, I'm, a clown. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's really interesting. But, and something I think I do is I'll make up the conversation in my head. So then I panic when it doesn't go that sort of way. Or I just assume this person's going to be an expert. So I'm scared to even mention it because in my mind, they have they their response to my answer to the question of what I'm passionate about would be extremely negative. And so I'm just like, oh just don't go there do something easy i walk my dogs <laughs> <laughs> i know there's a i think that's like 
with social anxiety. Like some people, like they have to sit in their car and they will plan out their conversation with even just like going to like a coffee shop mm-hmm. of like, I want a vanilla latte. ice latte with oat milk. <laughs> um, There's these TikToks. <laughs> oh boy. Or they'll, they'll just be, you know, it's just like a little improv we'll say, but they'll pretend to call the doctor and be like, okay, hi, my name is Shannon Cody. I would like to schedule an appointment. Hi, my name is Shannon Cody. I'd like to schedule an appointment. Hi, what would you like? I have no idea. <laughs> like, stuff <laughs> like that. And I, I think they're funny because I can relate. That's, that's great. Because I do plan out. Like I usually don't, I want to call back instead of usually answer. I've gotten better. I have because I've realized it's, kind of inconvenient to miss the call on purpose and then to call back it's kind of inconvenient so i've been working on Um, that on just answering the phone call but it is nerve-wracking for me i know like i think i've seen those videos but like my like favorite tiktok video is the people at the uh airport security line with the uh like the audio of like some dude just yelling at them like take off your shoes kind of stuff because <laughs> the panic yeah yeah i know the the atlanta airport is pretty bad about it and there's so many people rushing they can through just scream at you and you're yeah i didn't mean to mess up but it's funny because if you put it into perspective they really can't do anything to you. They can yell at you and make you feel like you're a terrible person for taking so long to take off your shoes. But at the end of the day, they're just going to eventually get to you. Yeah. So, yes, you may be holding up the line. Yes, you may get yelled at. But, I mean. But, yeah, I think just, like, being able to, like, put your guard down and be more open with people. Mm-hmm. It just creates such a better environment. Yeah. And then, like, you know, you don't have to follow every trend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to have opinions that are different from yeah, those. Like, and you can be friends with people that have different opinions. Than yeah, I've, I've seen that so much of people just like, I just... Can't be know, friends with people that... Don't share this view or different stuff. And so here's like, your friendly reminder to love people and be friends with people from no matter what it's okay you don't have to put people into a box because people like to be people like to cancel people we do not need more cancel culture yeah anywho thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode and make sure to tune back next week for the next one